0: Welcome, welcome to Fight economy. economy. Here, Here we, we cover, cover everything, everything from, from finance, finance economy and how, how it affects, affects you. you. Please, Please welcome, welcome your host Kyle Talks. Hey, what is going on? Welcome everyone. Welcome everyone. Welcome back to Fight Economy. We talking about the finances, the economy and how it affects you. Um my voice, I don't know what's wrong with my voice. Um I actually pushed back this recording. So just bear with me. I'm not sick. But my voice sounds different. Um, bear with me. We're still getting phyconomy out. Um, just cause my voice is down bad does not mean that the ficonomy stops. We have a lot of big things to talk about today. We're gonna talk about how UK created billionaires their own personal cap tax cut. They just keep on getting breaks. We're gonna talk about how the US is pretty much at a recession. And we're gonna talk about Apple, one of the biggest manufacturing sites in China is finally moving out of it. Let's jump in today to the UK news. This is a big one. The UK creates huge tax cuts for the rich. Why are they doing that? Let's jump into it. Rampant inflation and the snowballing cost of living set to leave households and businesses feeling poorer. Since April of 2022, this year, there was a 54% jump And the prices of gas and electricity. And we thought we had it bad here in America. Now, why does the UK have that problem? Because they get a lot of those gas and oil resources from, take a wild guess, Russia. And what's going on with Russia and Ukraine? Exactly. The bank, in addition to that, the Bank of England believes that the cost will rise further not only for fuel, but also in home cost as much as forty percent by October. These are the bank of like the the pound managers, the money managers of England, like these federal people believe that prices will have will yet again jump another forty percent. We're talking about cost of living, we're talking about your rentals, we're talking about food, we're talking about their fuel cost. The Bank of England. The literal people, like the main people of finance in England, say that they are planning, right, planning, expecting to have another 40% rise in October, which is here we are. We're in October. This thing is happening. So what we're going through in the U.S. is, t- is really a lot worse um, in the U.K. So they're facing high levels of inflation. They're facing, they're facing lower jobless claims. So they're having more and more unemployment claims and less and less people and businesses hiring um, in the UK right now. So in the US, um, we're going to talk about this later, but in the US, our inflation is still rising, but we're still getting people hired and working. I don't think that's a good sign. and I don't think that's good. Um, but let's look at the counteract to that. In the UK, inflation is literally on the rise and no jobs are hiring still. So let's talk about what this tax thing is. It's a big one. Um, so I'm just going to read. I didn't keep everything. I just kept the important bits. So I'm going to read over it all and then we'll talk about it. Okay. So uh, get ready for this. The government will cancel a planned rise in corporation tax to 25% and in a reversed a recent rise in income tax and cut taxes for businesses in designated investment zones they they kept interest at 19% rates lowest rate since lowest rate in the G20 which is like their thing um a reversal in the recent 1.25 rise 1.25% rise in the national insurance contributions a reduction in the basic rate of income tax from 20% to 19%, scrapping the 45% tax paid on incomes over £150 or 166k US dollars, significant cuts to stamp duty, a tax paid on home purchases. There is a network of income investment zones in the UK where businesses will be offered amazing tax cuts. Um, Who knows where those are at, but they're probably in the higher end areas. A claim back scheme for sales tax to be paid by tourists. Let me read that again for you guys who want to go to the UK here pretty soon. A claim back scheme, scheme for sales tax in the UK to be paid by tourists. Scrapping and scrapping. Yeah. Scrapping tax rates on alcohol, scrapping cap taxes on banker bonuses, and there's more, but those are the big ones. And with all those I said, the government estimates the tax cuts will total 45 billion pounds by 2026, 2027. 45 billion pounds roughly in US dollars, we're talking 50 to 53 billion dollars. Roughly. So yeah, that is, um, so they're, they're targeting the, the ultra wealthy in the UK, obviously, um, all these tax cuts I just talked that I just talked about. Um, there's a lot more folks. There's a lot more like they are cutting taxes. Like literally they are cutting it around, um, the board. The ones I just want to show you were the big name ones. So big corporation taxes, And we're talking like these are the Targets, these are the Apples, these are like, I don't know of any large UK retail store or anything like that, but there are, I know there are at least some big UK corporation, like they're made in UK, they're getting crazy tax cuts, Apple, Target, Walmarts, all that, they're getting crazy tax cuts in the UK, They're cutting corporation taxes under a certain amount. They're reducing income tax. And that's the only thing that is helpful for like regular everyday people like you and me. But let's go back to that. So they're reducing the basic rate of income tax from 20% to 19. But those are only those with an income of over 150K pounds um, in US dollars. That's 166K. That's That's not doing anything. For people, this is affecting the most at a lower, um, at a lower level. And these are why these tax cuts were designed, right? If you're not sure or unaware of what these are, these are trickle down economics. So if we give the corporations, those businesses, huge tax cuts, cut them huge breaks, um, we, uh, there is an assumption that that money will flow from that higher level and that, that growth the overflow would flow down um go all the way down through their like corporate offices through their lower level corporate offices through their warehouse and then eventually their everyday workers that's the idea and truthfully that hasn't been really effective since the early 1950s every economist if you ever went to like college or even just studied it during the fifties where there was high productivity that was fairly um fairly an accepted version of economics because there was a lot more ownership there was a lot more um, manageability and pay and inflation wasn't as high as it is today as far as what the dollars were so trickle down economics once upon a time were extremely effective, especially in the mid fifties to later, to like the end of the seventies, eighties, and really start getting taken away from there. There are arguments that it works today. That's not something that this that's a whole nother um that's a whole nother episode about trickle down economics. But generally in today's day and age, it is not as effective. And this is coming from someone who has studied economy. Um there are you could make arguments. I'm aware of all the arguments. Um But like, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, So that's kind of the UK's thought process on this trickle down economics. They're cutting all these big tax rates for these billionaires, but leaving these people like everyday people, you and me out there to suffer. And hopefully this trickle down thing works Um, recently in history. It actually hasn't been working that fantastic for people like you and me down here. So we'll see, but the UK is on the brink of the recession, and if any of their situations sounded familiar with increase in fuel costs and recession costs, um, get ready, because we're going to talk about what that means for us over here in the US right now. The US recession is on the brink and becoming more and more realistic as overall sales fall and interest rates increase drastically once again. Economists across the U.S. are divided on whether or not the recession will truly happen, ranging from indefinitely to some economists saying this is never going to happen. Despite the dispute, this past month we have seen a 1% fall in GDP, inflation rising 0.1% in August, and fuel fuel costs increasing over a percent. Jobless claims, though, do hit their five-month low, and yet we are still not seeing inflation coming down. We have talked about these things before in the past on this episode. Recessions have been a huge thing. So technically, we are already in a, I'm doing air quotes here, recession. And the reason why a lot of economists say that is because by U.S. American, like by the U.S.'s own definition of recession, that means two months of falling GDP. Kyle, if this is your first time hearing like Kyle, what the heck, what does that even mean, dude? Great question. You're very insightful. All GDP is gross domestic, gross domestic product. In layman's terms, all that means is making stuff. That's all it means. So if America, the US's definition, look up US Federal Reserve recession definition, this will literally come up. The definition for if we're in a recession or not is two months of failing, falling GDP. So two months of making less stuff consistently. And we've done that almost the whole entire year of 2022, minus the beginning. So we are technically in a recession as we are speaking and talking right now at the moment. There's a lot of economists who want to say that we're not. Because this November, we have um, Senate and big and big election. It's election season. So each side, Republican or Democrat, I don't care. They're both doing it. We'll try to downplay this or make it seem bigger and make it seem like they have the solution. Particularly, the Republicans are going to say, this is terrible. We can come in and fix it. And the Democrats will say, no, because Democrats are the controlling house right now. They will say, this isn't a big deal. We have it under control. We're technically not in a recession. And that's why you hear some, all this discourse over economy that has been muddied with politics. Um, I hate that money should don't mess with my money. Don't mess, leave politics out of it. But unfortunately in America, that money is politicized and let's move on. Jobless claims at hundred and ninety-three thousand, and not the estimated two hundred and fifty k. And jobless claims are just people filing for unemployment. That's all that is. So, would so less people are filing for unemployment. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean essentially that more businesses are hiring. It just means that less. Maybe they just forgot to apply for unemployment during that month. So it sounds like it could be good, and it probably is good but also there's a lot of people who just forget to file for unemployment that's also a factor in this businesses are continuing to hire at an increased cost of labor we talked about it in my last economy episode labor wage is up 10 15 percent so they're paying more for their workers i can see this personally because i recently left target like three months ago i left target for my like new startup job And I was, my, I got hired on at $15 an hour when I first started in Target in 2020. I went to Target the other day just to grab some groceries or like random stuff. And there's a sign that said they're hiring at $17 an hour in California. So uh, there's that. I I can tell you for sure, just from that little experience, I know people, places are hiring at an increased cost of wages at wages. And even in hiring and increased cost the of labor, they are also facing the increased inflation of creating goods. So creating good um, goods are still getting expensive in America. Inflation is still increase, insanely high. And also why it's really, in addition, why it's also incredibly hard for businesses to meet the profit line in their margins today is because yet again, interest rates are getting insanely high. The Fed increased interest rates once again at 0.75%. Now, Kyle, what does that mean? Let me break it down for you quickly. Money is not created by printing in America, it's created by debt. So, and debt comes with what? Interest rates. So, since that's how the American, I know your mind may be blown, but money's not created when it's printed. It's created when you take out debt to buy a car, go get drinks, to go to school. That's how money is created and it comes at a cost, which is the interest rate. So if the interest rate is high and all this kind of stuff, it discourages people from spending and why they want spending to slow down. So inflation can come down. So that's kind of your crash course um, into why this decision matters. So why does the Fed increase interest rate? Their goal is to slow people down from spending money and that ultimately will bring inflation down, but there is a teetering point. Because the more and more they increase interest rates, the more and more expensive it gets for regular everyday people to buy groceries, to go out on outings with families, to do birthday, not even the extra stuff, just cost of basic goods. We're talking rent and we're talking food. A place to lay down and put food in your belly. With increased interest rates and many Americans using credit cards to purchase stuff and putting their rent on credit cards, It is getting increasingly hard for these regular families to survive in a high inflationary and high interest field. So more people are getting hired. Inflation is still going up. Jobs are paying more. But that pay more in your job doesn't mean anything if inflation is so high you can't afford it. And then the interest rates are so high that you can't even use your credit card to pay for things because even with your high paying job, you know, you can't pay it back. This, we are down tremendous right now. I don't know where this rhetoric from different economists saying that we're not going to face a recession in the future. I'm not saying we are, I'm not saying we're going to face a recession, but I'm saying looking at the weather, if you look outside and it's kind of cloudy, and dark, you can make an inference that it's gonna rain. Doesn't mean for sure, but it really looks like it. That's what I'm saying right here. I'm not saying it's gonna rain, aka in a recession. But man, if you go up and look outside, the clouds are low, they're dark and gray, and I don't see any rays of sunlight. That's all. That doesn't mean there has to be rain, right? I'm not saying I don't want people. I'm not coming out and saying anything because you can't tell. But if we're just being like logical human beings, and thinking, uh, not being told what to think, but if we just think for ourselves with the information that we have for a second here, it doesn't look good. So I don't get where all this rhetoric of, no, we're not going to face a recession" is coming from. I mean, I understand it from the political end, but to mislead people in favor of a vote, um, yeah, I don't think that's okay. So be on the lookout for that. And let's go into our last topic of today, Apple. Apple is planning to cut ties with China and move production of new iPhones to India. This is something that has been happening for a while now. Apple already has some manufacturing bases in China, but this new push is to the goal at the end of it is for Apple to be completely out of China for their manufacturing needs. Let's continue. China has a zeroed COVID policy. That can reduce and completely stop manufacturing of iPhones then and there. Apple faced a little bit of the thing in 2020 when COVID was at its height. Completely stopped iPhone manufacturing. The only places that were running were India and a couple of other places, and that's it. But the mass of iPhones, as I'm sure everyone knows, comes from over 60% of iPhones come from China, and that's just a liability. And also, China has been in some data like security like kind of national security stuff where china is stealing data from america and stuff like that because they have so much american manufacturers um they have so much companies that manu american companies that manufacture out of china becoming a bigger power we don't want to apple doesn't kind of want to be um for lack of a better word slaves to them as far as like what they owe them even though labor is cheap Um, the, their policies there, their national and economic policies aren't making it good to produce out of there anymore. And in addition, other companies are looking to leave and follow Apple's suit and getting their manufacturing out of China as well. But today we're focusing on Apple. Apple is the king of, of supply chain and Tim Cook, who is the current CEO of Apple has a supply chain background and he's been working hard according to the article to move out of china into india and other parts of the world not only this part sounds good not only to bring equality amongst the world but also improve the lives of other places by introducing an apple manufacturing place um now i don't have any anecdotal story on this but apparently apple pays well for their manufacturing i know there have been like china scandals in their manufacturing so i don't know how true that is um i am maybe i'm a bit pessimistic to say, I don't think that's true. And I'm generally an optimist, but I don't think their manufacturing stuff is good. I could be wrong though. Apple plans to have over 40% of their iPhones manufactured in India by 2025. This will be a huge blow to the Chinese worker economy because there is currently more Chinese Apple's employee than there are American Apple employees. And by I mean Chinese, I mean like nationality, like they're like geographically located in, um, China working in their manufacturing lines, not like a Chinese American working like an Apple store, but specifically like a Chinese geographically located in China working in Apple. There's more of those employees than there are like American or anywhere else. So that's a little fun fact. I didn't know that. And that is a hundred percent true. This will reduce cost and take power away from China in forms of having control over manufactured american products so this is interesting everyone knows um that's the article everyone knows that everything is manufactured in china pretty much because it's extremely cheap and it's easy to ship Um, they do it well they they already have a lot of natural um natural supplies and stuff there so i mean having china and like having manufacturing in china is just a no-brainer it's cheaper it's better for shipping Absolute no-brainer. Recently, because China is becoming bigger of a superpower, getting more control, there's like national um, data leaks and securities are of concern, uh, and it's becoming increasingly more expensive to manufacture out of China. And on top, they do have a zero COVID policy. So if they get like one positive test, the whole thing shuts down. And that may be good for the Peat That is good for people because you don't want people catching COVID and you know, all that kind of stuff. But if we're talking about like a multi-billion trillion dollar business, just completely stopping over fifth- over half of their manufacturing of their items, um, it's not going to be good. And they already lived through that once. So that's why they're trying to pull out of China. There's a lot of up- other companies that are trying to get out, but Apple being the biggest one, has- Apple has so much manufacturing power. In China alone, they're trying to move away from that. And I think that would be a little fun thing to tell you. Apple's moving out of China. We'll see how that goes. And that is all I have for you today, folks. Today we talked about how the UK create billionaire tax cuts. The US recession is more real and real every month, every day. And Apple is leading the way on getting manufacturing out of China. Um, Use these tools at your discretion, guys. The reason for this show is that we can make better financial decisions in our lives and put our money on offense instead of defense. And sometimes we have to put our money in defense instead of offense. So just be aware of what's going on. This is good for you to know. If you enjoy this episode, please review. Please review it um, down below. Give it a review. Um, Share it, download it, share it on any of your social media platforms and tag at Kyle The Horton. I appreciate you guys so much. If you want to support me, I have some links down below that you can go ahead and just click. You guys are awesome. Be safe, be loved. And I apologize once again for my voice. Thanks for getting through it with me. You guys are awesome and you're loved. I can't wait to see you next week on Kyle Talks. Peace.